Do you have trust building on your daily to-do list? Do you focus on trust building in any given day? Do you even have trust building in your awareness? Most leaders don't. And here's the thing. Leaders who develop trusting relationships with their teams are leaders who build a trustworthy workplace, a workplace that excels and grows and moves your mission forward. And so today we're going to talk about three reasons why you need to put trust on your radar. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. This month, I am devoting to trust because, again, I think that trust is foundational and the statistics and the research proves it. Trust is foundational for workplaces. And so today we're going to talk about the three reasons why you need to put trust into your awareness, into your to-do list, into your agenda, into your daily reflections. And then next week, we're going to talk about psychological safety with Ruth Ann Weeks because... Psychological safety, as you're going to hear in a moment, is really one of the key reasons why we need to focus on trust in the workplace. After that, we're going to talk about what trust really is, getting a really good understanding of what it is, because it's not a word, it's not a plaque on the wall, and it certainly is not a value or a policy that we write in our manual. After we talk about what trust really is, then the following week, I'm going to really give you some really strong ideas of how to build trust, what you can do, strategies to help you create that trusting environment in your workplace. So today, as I said, we're going to start with looking at why trust building is so important. And to start that discussion, I want to start with what the dictionary defines trust as, because I think it gives us a really good foundation for looking at trust. So I'm going to read it to you. And this is from dictionary.com. So trust is reliance on the integrity, strength, ability, surety, etc. of the person. And it's about confidence. Trust is about integrity, strength, ability, and confidence. So I want you to think about that. Do your people trust you to lead with integrity? And integrity is that you walk your talk, you say what you, you do what you say you're going to do, your values and your, your beliefs and your ethics align with your actions. Can your people trust you to lead with integrity? Can they trust you to lead with strength when things go down, a pandemic hits, there was massive changes in the, in the sector? things happen that, you know, are outside of our control, do they trust that you have the strength to take that team through those difficult times, through the, the you know, maybe there's some toxic or conflict situations going on in some of the teams and the programs and the organization. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you to take you through that? Do they believe you have the ability? Do you have that credibility? Do people know that you have the knowledge, the skills, the capacity to lead their team. And then that last piece is about the confidence. Do they have the confidence in you to do all of that? That's what trust is. Trust is saying, I know that you've got my back. I know that you have the strength, you have the capacity, you have the desire, you have the integrity to take this team forward. And so if we don't have that in a team, our team is really struggling. And if you're feeling like you're stuck in survival mode, we've talked about this before, 
there's a good chance that half your team is feeling that too, and that your team could be turning into that toxic workplace. Toxicity in a workplace often is a breeding ground for lack of trust. And so we want to make sure that we're building that trusting foundation, building that trusting culture so that you can grow and move forward together. So today, as I said, we're going to talk about three reasons why you need to focus on trust to have it in your line of vision, to have it in your awareness, to create some things in your in your own mind that you're doing to build trust, that you're aware of how it's being built and that you're focusing on it. So let's talk about those three things now. The first reason that trust building is so incredibly important is that without trust, you will have no followers. If people do not trust you, you cannot lead people. People will not follow you. They won't listen to you. They won't do what you ask them to do. They won't get behind a project or a proposal. They won't be aligned with the mission like you because they don't trust you. So if you don't have that foundation of trust, you're not going to have a team behind you. And here's the thing. If your team isn't trusting you and they aren't following you, who are they trusting and following? You've probably seen this or you've probably been a part of an organization or a group that's been like this where there's somebody else leading the team and it's not the leader. It's somebody else who is perhaps, you know, demonstrating leadership, albeit negative, albeit kind of rallying the troops or bringing people in and aligned with their story. I remember when our organization that I was working for at the time, the staff brought the union in. So they were disgruntled. This They weren't trusting the staff group to, I think the main issue at the time for them, there was probably a lot of issues. I shouldn't say the main issue. One of the issues was wages. And they didn't trust that the leadership was going to give them wages that they deserved. And I mean, we all know that the sector has such incredibly low paying wages. And so it's an issue. It's a, it's a real issue. And so there was some people on the team and in the organization that led the rest of the employees to go connect with the the union and to bring the union in. So if they're not following leadership, they're going to follow somebody else or they're going to follow somebody outside of the organization and they're going to be like, you know what? I think that that organization, I can trust that leader. I can trust that vision. I can trust the way that that leadership team is taking that organization forward and they're going to jump ship. So if you really want to build a strong team, you have to focus on building that trust in your team so they trust you and follow you. Because here's the thing, you're steering the boat. You're up there guiding the mission. You are up there taking your team someplace. You need people who are going to be rowing the boat, who are going to be manning the engines, who are going to be feeding the coal into the fire, if you want to follow that analogy. But you can't do it alone. You need people. You need to delegate. You need a team. You need people doing the the client work. You need people doing the visiting. You need people taking care of the individuals. You need people running programs. You cannot do it all. And if you're going to have those people doing that work, you need to have them following you. You need to be able to give them guidance, give them assurance, give them direction, take them out of the muddy waters when you hit those muddy waters, lead them forward when things get blurry and foggy. They need you as a leader. So they need to trust you. And that's the first reason why you need to focus on building that trust in your team is because if you want followers, 
they have to trust you as a leader. The second reason why it is so incredibly important to put trust building on your radar is because trusting teams are engaged teams. Engaged teams, people who are actively involved, enthusiastic, committed to the workplace, which is how Gallup defines engaged teams. Gallup has done the this huge research around engagement in organizations. So if you create that that team that is actively involved, engaged, you know, connected and and deeply committed to that team, you're going to produce great results. And that's what you're looking for. Your organization is looking for the results, the mission-driven work. You want to do the work that your heart, because I know that's what you're in it for, is your heart. You're certainly not here for the paycheck. We all know that. You're here because you believe in the work. You believe in the the, the clients, the change you want to make. And if you want to create that team that also does that mission-driven work, you want to engage them. You want them committed. You want them excited. You want them involved. You want them sharing ideas. You want them doing the hard work when there's hard work. You want them following through. That's engagement. But without engagement or without trust, it's going to be hard to build that engaged team. Let me give you a really quick overview of what the research says about trust and engagement. And this comes from Strengths-Based Leadership by Tom Rath and Barry Conchi, I think I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. But I want to read you the stats that they came up with because I think, again, to hear it is incredibly important to make it start sinking in. The chances of employees being engaged at work when they do not trust the company's leader are 1 in 12. 1 in 12. If they don't trust you, 1 in 12 chances they're going to be engaged. But here's the kicker. The chance of employees being engaged at work are better than 1 in 2 if they trust the organizational's leader. That's six-fold increase. If they trust you, the chance that they're going to be engaged just exponentially grows, and that's what you want. Again, engagement is they're actively involved, enthusiastic about, and committed to the work you're doing. Thinking, of, Think about that for a minute. If you have actively involved, committed employees engaged in the work you're doing, that's pretty cool. And that comes from trust. Here's one of the other little tidbits from the research. What Gallup has found is that in highly effective, engaged, you know, workplaces that are moving along, doing what they should be doing, they don't talk about trust. But in toxic workplaces, workplaces where there's an issue, conflict, things are not going so good, we talk about lack of trust all the time. I don't trust them. I don't trust this organization. I don't trust that I'm going to be here tomorrow. I don't trust they're going to follow through. I don't trust they're going to give me the resources I need. Lack of trust is talked about a lot when workplaces are not very effective. And so you want to, again, put trust building on your radar as a leader so you don't get to that point. So the first reason we need to put trust building on our radar is because you cannot have followers if you don't have trust in your organization. The second reason is that it creates those engaged teams. When you create a trusting workplace, you have an engaged team. The third reason why it is so important for you to put trust building on your radar is because it's connected to psychological health and safety in the workplace. And psychological health and safety of your employees and you is incredibly important, again, if you want to do that work. Think about psychological, if your mind, your uh, mental well-being is not good or your employee's mental well-being is not good, 
then it's hard to get engaged. Think about engagement again, actively involved, enthusiastic about, you know, if you're going to a, you know, visit with clients and you're like feeling, you know, frustrated and depressed and tired and drained and you've got 20 billion things on your to-do list and you've been nagged by your boss because you haven't got this done and the admin support reminded you that you're performing or that you're timesheet was due yesterday. If you've got all that going on, it's hard to walk into a meeting with a client or run a group session or do that report that you've got to write and do it well, because your brain, your mental health is not there. And so psychological safety is incredibly important. The other part about psychological safety is that we also need to feel safe in organizations to say, I'm overloaded. Hey, do you have time for me? Um, this isn't working for me. Or when we're having a meeting and we're brainstorming and bringing up ideas, this is an idea that I have. That's psychological safety. If somebody's having a conflict with their peer, are they comfortable? Do they feel safe, emotionally, mentally safe to either address it with them or address it with you as the leader? And so again, that comes from that trust building. We have to create that sense of trust in the workplace. And according to the Mental Health Commission of Canada, 70% of people do not feel psychologically safe in their workplace. Seven, zero. That is a huge amount of people that do not feel psychologically safe in their workplace, which again, means they don't trust their workplace. They don't trust their leader. They don't trust their coworkers. They don't feel safe coming to work mentally and psychologically and emotionally. They may, there may be all the physical safety needs addressed, you know, maybe not though, maybe that's a part of it too. And it's all combined to heading to work, feeling that sense of dread, uh, not looking forward to, to it, not being engaged when they get there. And so we really have to look at how are we developing that psychological safety in the workplace? Because if we're not, we are having teams, again, that are disengaging, looking for a job somewhere else, just doing enough to get by, checking out, uh, doing poor work, causing the turmoil in the organization. Maybe they're the one who's who's better leader than follower. And so they're causing some of that, that disruption over here and they're bringing some of the employees along with them. And that's when you get those toxic teams and lots going on. So we need to ensure that there's trust in the workplace so that we have psychologically healthy employees. We want to be, you know, moving that 70% and changing that in our workplace, making sure that the majority, the high majority of our employees feel psychologically safe, if not all of them. That's what it takes to get out of that survival mode and thrive. And you want your employees and you to be thriving. And that is means that they come to work and they come to work every day and they feel safe to share, safe to be vulnerable, safe to explore, willing to open up. And that comes from that trusting relationship. So that's the huge, huge other reason why you need to make sure that you are putting trust building on your radar. The first reason is because trust building is incredibly important if you want to have followers and you cannot lead, you can't take an organization forward, you can't do the mission critical work if you don't have followers. So number one reason you wanna build trust and focus on building trust is to make sure that you have followers on your team. Second reason is that those followers are engaged. If those followers aren't engaged in, enthusiastic about, involved in their workplace, again, you're not gonna get the work done. And the third reason is that those followers are engaged and feel safe. 
You want them to feel psychologically safe in the workplace so that you can work through some of those challenges, those um, changes that keep coming about, the, the stuff that keeps being, you know, morphed in our sector. You want to make sure that you have the ability to make sure it's a safe workplace for everybody to grow, develop, learn together and do the mission critical work. So we're going to talk again in the months or in the weeks coming up about, you know, more about what really is trust and how to build it. And next week, again, make sure you come back and listen to psychological safety. For those of you in the training library, I've got some exercises to go along with it this month. There's a webinar in the training library about building trust in your team. I will make sure I put the link in that for those of you in the training library. If you're not in the training library, you might want to think about it. The training library is a membership site for women leading in Canada's nonprofits to help you grow and develop as a leader to make sure that you have that ongoing personal and professional development capacity that that support ongoing so that you can grow and develop. Because if you want to take your team forward, if you want to take your organization forward, it requires you to grow your skill base, as well as consciously and emotionally as a leader, you need to develop, we you know, we talk about child development, here's when they walk, here's when they talk, Leaders need to develop too. There is a whole span of or, or adult, adult development that many adults don't actually go through where we evolve. And the best leaders evolve their consciousness, their um, capacity to lead, their character, their integrity. They get clear on their morals, ethics, values, and become more aligned with those. That's that integrity piece. And so all of that work is in the training library. I make sure that every month you have ongoing personal and professional development opportunities at your fingertips, accessible when you need it. You have access to me as a coach there. The work is there to guide you and the support is there to make sure that you're never left alone in this process. You should not feel so completely isolated and alone as a leader. And I know that many leaders do. So if you're interested in getting that ongoing personal and professional development, that ongoing support from a coach at a cheap, affordable cost every month, it's $19.97, then I will make sure that I put the link in the notes. It's kathyarcher.com slash library. And you can learn more about that. So today I want you to just start thinking about the trust in your organization, where trust shows up, how it shows up, how you're building trust, just start to put it on your radar. And again, as we go through the next few weeks, you'll start to really pull out more about what is trust, how to build it, and, and then making sure that your team feels psychologically safe so that you can create that engaged team so you'll enjoy coming to work and get out of survival mode and move to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com library.
If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.